Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Do you love having the Sewing Out Loud podcast delivered to your ears each Friday? Did you know that there are special goodies available if you decide to become a member of SewHere.com? Go to SewHere.com slash membership to learn how you can help sustain and support your favorite sewing podcast and get fabulous digital goodies in return. We're talking wardrobe planners, private live broadcasts, the So Long and So Happy digital zine, and exclusive discounts. Check out SewHere.com slash membership for details. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Hello, welcome to the podcast. This is Mallory Donahue. And ZD Donahue. And today I'm going to interview Mom about her... Process. Mom is ZD. Mom is ZD. They Mallory's know that. The this is like podcast what if it's number. Somebody the Some... first time they ever. Well, welcome if it's your first time. I'm Hang the daughter. With us. Yes, yes. Okay, so mom, what do you do uh, to start out a project before you get to the sewing machine? Tell us how you started out. Oh my gosh! If I really tell you the real truth. <laughs> It's like in yeah. Start at the start at the dreaming <laughs> at the real truth. Okay, yeah. The start thinking it, start there. I and know. the dreaming and the thinking it through yes, kind of thing yes, and go ahead. like driving down the road and going, oh, but I could flip that that way and then put it that way and <laughs> I would only have to put absolutely one button on. Yeah, that type of thing. I people will often ask me how long does you know how long did it take you to make this dress say or something? Yeah, you know, they they see something I've done. And I'll say, oh, well, it took me about three hours to cut it out and sew it, but it took three months in my head. And, and I'm serious. It, it probably did. Um, I was probably not three months solid. I thought of a few other things in between there. But um, it was, you know, it was something I was working on in my head. But when I do sit down in my studio, there are things I try to have ready so that I can work on that project. Um, I don't like to get interrupted. I do have an oh inter- oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I do have an. So you don't like getting interrupted? <laughs> what? <I'm> sorry. <laughs> what? Um, I mean, I do have a studio in my home. So the other thing is, is you know, I have a room where things are ready. 
Now, other people might not have that, but if you could have some sort of system where, you know, you pull things out of this closet and everything is there for you and you're not running around the house going crazy or whatever, trying to put... The whole idea is that when I go to work on a project, I get to work on the project and I don't have to, um, you know, bring everything into a room. And But the best thing about having a sewing area or a sewing room or a sewing studio is that you don't have to clean up and you can sew if you have to, if you get interrupted, you, know, you can sew for 30 minutes at a time or an hour at a time. ZD just told you you didn't have to clean up, okay? Right. So you tell your family that, ZD said? Well, I mean, I, I think of when my children were smaller, I, all the carpooling. You know, I did a lot of um, sewing, and then you had to stop and go pick up a kid and, and, that, and that kind of thing. Um, that might be another thing to just add in there, that if there was anything that I did by hand, maybe grading a seam or something like that, Sometimes I would save it for the carpooling. Okay. All right. Now, so when do you, that in the car. When you get in your space. Not while I was driving, but while I was waiting. Sure. At the yeah. stoplights. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have done that on the way to an event. I'll clip my jump threads on the <laughs> stoplights on this monogram towel. <laughs> You're so funny. I know. I know. I know. All right. Uh, so once you get in your space. Right. What do you do first? I make sure my sewing machine is clean. I've either cleaned it after the last project or I will sit there and I will clean it again, which means I dust out, clean out the bobbin area, um, drop a little oil in there if that's what it needs. I Even wipe it off. <laughs> I, I mean... Yeah, wipe it, off your machine, people. Because <laughs> sewing is phenomenal for making lint and dust. I mean, that that's the one thing that's a byproduct of sewing. Uh, especially if you have serger... You know, in the area, I mean, obviously, it's cutting and making dust and all that kind of stuff. Um, I have certain tools that I keep it next to the sewing machine, say, in a cup, a mug, a bin, a basket, something like that. I always have um, some sort of stylus, I guess you would call it, that where I could push fabric through it like if I needed. Like a stiletto. Like a stiletto. Something like I that. I always have um, measuring utensil, usually some sort of hem gauge. Uh-huh. I will have, um, one of my favorite things is to have a chopstick. I can do a lot of stuff with a chopstick. It just seems to come up sometimes that I can do stuff with a chopstick. I usually have some sort of tape, and it's usually painter's tape, like uh -huh. the low-tack. Yeah. Uh, sticky kind of tape there. Uh, what else do I have? What about basket? cutters? Cutters. Well, oh, you know, I if I could make a holster for razor blades, you know, and think that people wouldn't think that was bizarre. I love razor blades. I always have a razor blade. Yeah, and Zidi's talking about a little like straight razor. I, 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 well, a one-edged razor yeah, blade, a, a like one -edged. you would use in a. Uh, wallpapering tool or That's something right. like that. That's right. That is what ZD and Single I use. Single-edge razor blade. That's what ZD and I use as a seam ripper a lot of the time. Yeah. That, you know, and we've got them all around the shop, too. Uh, but, yeah, razor blade. And then tell me what kind of scissors you have. I have usually like a four-inch scissor. Yeah. And I never, 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 this is, this is a ZD um, commandment. You do not sew at your sewing machine with big, clunky, long scissors. Yeah, yeah. And there's several reasons for that. 
We'll we'll cover that right. in the Don't You Sound like, like a Fool podcast. Right. <laughs> you, you've got the small scissors. Right. So a stiletto, a ruler of some kind, like a hem gauge mm-hmm. or something like that, a chopstick, some kind of tape, razor right. blades. Little scissors. And then, of course, in my drawer next to my sewing machine, I always have my selection of bobbins, my selection of thre- uh, needles. Mm-hmm. Um, I have feet. a select feet. feet are right there. Yeah. Uh, presser feet, not like yeah, people's right. feet. But presser feet. Um, I also usually have my threads close by. I, I know where they are. And then the area is clear, and I have a clear cutting area, area where I can go cut and... I cut almost everything with a rotary cutter, and I mean everything. When we're talking about, I mean, I use scissors to trim threads. When I'm cutting out a pattern, I use rotary cutter. Absolutely. I think that we'll go into why you love the rotary cutter mm-hmm. so much in another podcast. But uh, So you've got a clear cutting area, all your tools mm-hmm. close at hand of the sewing machine, and let's pretend like you have your pattern, like, Right, like you've already drafted it, uh-huh. or you're, or you've got the pattern you're going to use, or whatever. Oh, I'm sorry. I, you know what else I have by the mm-hmm. sewing machine is I always have markers. Yeah, some kind of. I, I usually have a pencil. Yeah, I pen. usually have a pencil and some sort of fabric marker. Yeah. So. Right. That, right. I right. love pencils. Yes. Me- mechanical pencils are my favorite things. I know. Do you do you really like those mechanical pencils that I found? I do. She found she found some big, huge like jumbo. Uh, yeah, they're like pencils. a paper mate, and I don't know what the gauge of the the but lid the is. Like it's yeah. huge. It's so wonderful. It doesn't like poke a hole in your pattern paper. Right. Anyway, um, so some kind of pencil and a marking pen, and then. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, there's always a pin cushion there with straight pins also. And then over with your rotary cutter, your fabric, and mm-hmm. your pattern, mm-hmm. you probably have some pattern weights, right? I do have pattern weights. And most of my pattern weights, a lot of them are homemade. They're made out of um, big washers, not like washing machines, like washers, like a bolt of washer, you know, as a, a washer that you would use when you are using a bolt. And when I say big, I mean they're two or three or four inches across. And then there's some smaller things. Uh, we do have some not homemade pattern right, weights. We do. That are beautiful. And they don't make them anymore. No, they They're like don't. ceramic. Yeah, and, they're uh, really nice. Actually, I think those are metal with a... Like uh, a, an enamel on them finish, or something. Right. Yeah, maybe, maybe we'll... Uh, like get some factory to make those for us and brand them ZD's pattern. There you go. We'll just have a bunch of ZDs. Yeah, you or can something. you can use tuna cans. You can use lots of stuff. Right. But the uh, best cans are like the tuna cans or the catfish cans that are low and not right. the big huge cans. So right. you can you know run to your pantry and find things like that. Another thing are the little um, you know heavy sandbag like uh, needle. Are like pin cushions. Pin cushions, yeah, yeah. right. Those Any, work. Those work very well. Anything that's filled like but that. But you do want weight. You want something that has weight. And sometimes, you know, I just said I had the big washers. Sometimes you will want something a little bit smaller because it's going into a corner, corner or something where you want it to hold it down. The other thing you can do is you can tape your pattern down with your um, uh, low tack painter's tape, and everybody goes, "Well, then you would have to cut through it." Well, yes, you would, and you. Believe it or not, you can cut through it with your rotary cutter and even with your uh, fabric shears. Fabric shears, and it, it's not going to hurt them, guys. You it's can, not going to hurt them. You yeah. can cut through lots of things through your rotary cutter, <laughs> like That's a right. person. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the side yeah, of your finger right, or something right. right no no yeah it's not it's not gonna hurt it um everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems 
But getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. But, yeah, the thing that hurts your scissors and your rotary cutters is, are, are pins. Yeah. And, that, that and, you know, I will have some straight pins there. They will be... Um, Part of me getting ready is that I have them there. I also have um, scotch tape always. Yeah, or, or cellophane. And tape over or there at your pattern at at your pattern cutting, mm-hmm. you know, uh, place. Mm-hmm. I bet you've got Taylor's chalk. Too. I have Taylor's chalk. I always have pen and paper. Mm-hmm. I always, um, almost always have the measurements out of how I drafted or whatever. Yeah, or the measurements notes. of the person. Yeah, Just because if I start to do something and, and I have a question, I don't have to go looking for them. Right, right. right. Absolutely. Or some kind of any right. reference materials right. or anything like right. that. For Absolutely. A well, that's fabulous. Um, and then when you when you get started cutting, um, and I think cutting tips is yet another you know podcast topic though. Share a couple. Share the really cool tip that you do for every every pattern piece you cut out. Oh, okay. Well, I think that's. I think that. I don't know so if I. Nice. I don't know if it's the same one. You mean every pattern I cut out, not every pattern piece. Uh, do every, both of them. I, 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 I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I know what she's talking about. Sometimes but, we can point to like I wanted ZD to talk about the eye of a needle last podcast, and so I pointed to my eye. But yeah. I don't have anyway. Slide you a note here. Here. Yeah, yeah, that, that. What I um, what I always do, especially if something's on the fold, and I'm I'm cutting cutting it on the fold, is I will take a little nick out, at the top center and the bottom center, with your rotary with cutter. a rotary cutter. I take a little nick out, and then I always know where the center is, and I never have to worry about it. I never have to reference anything again. It's there. That's where I know this, and I may not use it, but I, I almost always do. Absolutely, I almost always do use it. Um, Mallory alluded to the fact that there's something else I do, and I'm No, that was to, what I wanted to do. Oh, is that what it was? Okay. <laughs> the other thing that I do, now I'm a short person. Um, I, I am five foot, and five foot nothing. And my cutting table is four feet across, eight feet long, basically the size of, you know, building sheeting material is made of, a piece of plywood originally. So if I have to lean over that table, I have things, you know, and I'm leaning over. I have a stool that I can stand on so that I'm on top of that pattern and not cutting it from the side. And that's not, so, you know, that's a tip 
we definitely need to include when we're cutting. But I do have a small stool there. Well, yeah, because you want to be able to lay out as much fabric as possible. So if you do have this nice big cutting right. area, it's great. And it's the right height for us when we're cutting like right in front of ourselves, right. you know. But we wouldn't want it any lower. For right, normal cutting, right. but yeah, when you're doing something real big, it's nice right. to get. I've up been over known it. to even crawl up on the table too. Yeah, so that's I've happened. been there with you. Yeah, I've been there. Um, <laughs> yeah, the other thing I think that's very important is light, and the new machines have a lot of light, and it's yes, really nice. Yes, the LED light is great, but sometimes you need some accessory lighting. There's some, uh, you know shadowing going on in your room that and depending on what time of the day you might not need it in the daytime but you might need it at night it's the same way with your uh you know computer screen on your sewing machine it, it's sometimes light dependent so let's make sure you know how to um arrange or adjust that uh contrast on your on your screen, on your if screen, you, need you can to, change that depending brightness. on the type of day, you know, time and, of day, and get the machine. Nowadays, not only do machines have such great lighting, and get the most light you can afford. Right, you can dim it That's and right. turn it off. And That's right. I, oh, I when this first showed up on a machine, I thought, why the hell would you want to turn out any lights? Mm -hmm. I love light, and you know, a lot of people come into our store, and they're women who are, you know, forties and older, and they talk about lots of eye issues like I can't I need a needle thread or I need lots of light da, 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 da. and I love light and I'm, I'm right. 26 you know and I I need it you know I don't have the best eyesight out there but the other thing is one time I was sewing I was doing like a trapunto technique on metallic knit fabric and there's a glare <laughs> and there was I was blinded right. and and this machine you couldn't turn down the light right. I think maybe it was before the days of being able to do this right it's back when I was in college and I almost got out some sunglasses. I could not see what I right, was you doing. To go blind yeah, yeah because it, yeah. because the light where I was trying to focus, it was supposed to you know make this. Uh, it was right. making like a shield. So, so like what we know metal, is lighting's you know? important. Or be and yeah, actually on some of the old machines, I used to turn the light off, off. because I was sewing so long it would get hot. So if I didn't need yeah. that light or something, I'd make sure I turn that machine and when off we talk or about, the light off because it actually would get hot. Yeah, talk about lights getting hot. You've got the option now to go up a few models and get those LED lights. Right. And it will it, not get hot. And, and they are won't nice. be sorry. They're nicer lights. They don't get hot. Sorry. You accidentally leave your machine on. There's no hotness, you know. I, and, you know, that's another commandment that I like to throw around is buy the most machine you can. You don't want to go to the poorhouse. You don't want to feel bad about what you spend. But you need to buy as much as you can. Yeah, you need to get the best tool you can afford. Which is, right. I mean, kind of common sense anywhere. But, uh, you know, uh, that is that is very important. Okay, any, you know what else you have next to your machine, which is not for prep, but for sewing, is a thread lift. And I was, I was going to say okay, that. The thread uh, lift definitely is right. going to get its own podcast because it is our friend and it is a star. I, I, right. And I rarely honestly use the threads, the, you know, the. Spool, the spool, spool. We don't even know what they're the called because we don't holder. use them. It's a spool, <laughs> spool holder. Pin, spool I read the spool <laughs> pin, the spool holder on the machine. For one thing, a lot of times it needs a cap to hold it, hold it on because it's in a horizontal position or whatever. The other thing about using a thread lift is it allows your thread to relax. It gives it more time to relax before it gets, you know, to your needle. Or if you're using a big old cone or something like that. And, like, and right. Like and like and that's the other yeah. thing. It doesn't matter if you what size spool, what cone you're using or whatever. 
the thread lift is the greatest thing on earth. And another thing, get a good one. Don't get a plastic one. You need a heavy metal base, industrial type, commercial type thread. They're not that much. I don't. What are they, Mallory? Twelve I think bucks. We saw, yeah, something like that. Yeah, you know. Um, well, I will have this list up uh, on the blog and the show notes of what ZD likes to have near her machine and why. And if you've got anything that you like to keep near your machine, we'd like to hear about it. And thanks for uh, listening to the podcast. We're so very happy that you listened to us. <laughs> so long. Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SewHere.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com.